Tell me who you be with on the late nights. I know one you wanna creep with on the late nights. I know one you wanna sleep with on the late nights. Like whoa, late nights like whoa.
don't need no clout, no fame. No clout, no clout. Bought the game. All brand new chains. Ice, ice. Swear the lane. Call the group the gang. Put that thing. Whip it. This shit give me brain. Ooh, yeah. Them boys fool you trying to do it. Bring the toolies out. Niggas don't want no smoke. They pull up with their coochies out. It's times three. It's times three. That's how it go. Bottles gave ugly girl a sip Out the window of the Benzo We get seen in the rain First song was Casino De Niro, back and forth. It's not out yet, but it's going to be dropping soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's always exciting, right, to hear your music on the radio and to just see people rocking with your movement. And that's what we try to do here is just rock with everybody's individual movements. But spring break, vacation time. Spring <laughs> vacation. Do you call it a spring vacation or just... This month's vacation. Just yeah, this just this month's vacation. <laughs> <laughs> what? You said this month, like you take one every month, like every couple I, I of months. I try to go out of town as much as possible. Okay. A lot of time it's just work, but you try to. I love what I do, so I have fun. So it's always vacation. Every day's vacation. Okay. What does Vic Lloyd do? Uh, tell us the, what we don't know. No. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I guess for a living, I'm one of the owners of Fat Tiger Workshop. Uh, I'm a DJ. I'm a consultant, creative consultant for other things. And I enjoy just living my life. It's pretty cool. I get to do what I want to do. I've been doing what I want to do for quite some time. So that's always fun and interesting. You know, I really, you know. You've mastered doing what you want to do. Yeah, not having a boss is awesome. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's cool. But, you know, when you're the boss, you get paid less. So. That's, you know, different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I always looked up to, like, all the guys down there at Fat Tiger and Leaders because, like, y'all all, like, y'all getting paid and doing stuff which y'all want to do. Like, I think that's everybody's goal to get paid doing something they enjoy doing or passion. Yeah, but it's definitely nothing wrong with somebody else paying you. Oh, it yeah. ain't nothing wrong for getting paid to learn because that's really honestly what having a job is. You mm-hmm. get paid to learn something. That hopefully it's in a field that you enjoy so you can go off and do your own thing. Or help that company grow to a point where they appreciate you, make you a partner or something like that. You know, it's always good. Look, money talks. Look, money talks. And if what you're trying to do is make money and learn money, 
and how to keep it. Was that my phone? Look, I tell everybody to turn their phones off in the studio. And whose is That's going yours? off? That's Doesn't yours. it sound like glitter? <laughs> There's something on this way. Whoever called you, you should know you're doing a show right now. That's petty. Probably my granny, so we're not going to do that to okay. granny. Okay. <laughs> granny but get a pass. She do. So, speaking on travel, you know, you travel because you can. You work most of the time, but you do find some leisure in it. Some places that are popular for spring breakers for the college kids, right? Mm-hmm. It's like Cancun, L.A., Miami, somewhere out of the states in South America, what are some places that you would tell people to go for a good time? Um, if you're a college student, that means that you're probably budget constraints. So cool things that I would, you know, Miami's always cool. Miami's nice. Weather, you want to change up. L.A.'s cool. Like a not so maybe popular spring break thing that's always good is I would tell people to go to New Orleans. Hmm. Hmm. If you like to smoke marijuana, I'll tell you to go to Denver. Denver is a very good... They have bud and breakfast out there. Yeah, Denver's a very, very good vibe. It's not really like a lot of cool stuff in Denver, Mm -hmm. but you can do a lot of stuff. It's like definitely more so a datey type spring break, not like a rage spring break. Like if you was like going to your spring break with your guy or your girl or something like that. One thing that I always thought was interesting with spring break was... The hookup culture. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a documentary. I can't remember the name of what, it. Spring Breakers? Is that the, a documentary? No, name? I was just, that was no, a movie. That's a writing. movie. Yeah, just, fuck, but, a but it might be a documentary to use the same name. Probably. No lie, that would be dope. Netflix. <laughs> and it's about um, a bunch of kids just um, highlighting their experience. There's a videographer who's walking with them and trying to understand why this generation isn't enthused about relationships. Well, I actually disagree. I think the publicity of relationships are like at an all-time high now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I I think that people get overcommitted earlier now, but things fall apart faster now. I don't think that. I think think people are in relationships, but... But I've, all Absolutely. I do is if I look on social media, I see everybody talk about their relationship. Yeah. But everybody's so dysfunctional and they trying to you trying to get two dysfunctional people <laughs> to have this 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 goal we had that we see on social media and it's right. not gonna happen. Like let's take a picture like that and all of our yeah. worries will go away. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, people want the look. It looks glamorous, it looks good. That's like, you, all people really care but about now my, on social media. Yeah. Though. My advice is if you're in college is to have fun and hook up and get it so out your So yours system. is more about, then that's the, the group of people that they do exist still. You know, like it's a little bit, they're a little bit older though. I would yeah. say the people who are affected by relationships on social media are high schoolers to probably like 21 or so. Like, of course, older people are like, wow, that's a tan- that looks beautiful. But as far as what, who's it's really targeting, it's those kids, you know, yeah. those teenagers who have their phones attached to them at every given moment. I think moment. it's, like, affecting everybody, though, every age group, yeah, because I, I just think agree. it's becoming, like, just a part of society now. Yeah, some chicks, they so thirsty, like, they just, <laughs> oh, you, oh, if you don't post me, then, oh, no. that don't mean we're not in a relationship, like, really. Yeah, yeah. So it's Girl, like a thing. I'm two weeks like, in to talk to her. I don't have to post you. Yo, we, we, we two could. weeks in, like, just talking, like, nothing like, established. She, like... So why haven't I been your your women crush Wednesday or something? I'm like, <laughs> type, 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 type-ish. You <laughs> what know? are you talking about? It's a new social construct that it, it, it has happened into our lives that now your relationship is official yeah. until yeah. there's something on social media. media. And it I don't matter. And I don't think that matters what age you are because I think that somebody is like, 
No, you know, I mean, if, you're, if she an OG or you're not an OG, nah. but if she a G about it and she know, like, if I'm, if, first of all, if I'm kicking it with you and I'm around you yeah. all the time, like, it's no need for me to have to bay this, bay that. If I'm with you so much, you well, know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah, but I think it's like this, and somebody made a good point to me, and, like, so now I kind of agree with it. I don't, I think overposting is lame and corny, but if you're dating somebody and that's, like, your woman, why wouldn't you post her so once? No, 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 bro. Not, like, post here and there. you know, not, like, I'm not posting you every day, though. Like, my mm-hmm. life shouldn't be about posting well, when you. It, when somebody but, approaches you, like, yeah, why aren't you yeah, posting? that's the issue. Like, where's yeah. the genuine? The, yeah, yeah. I, now I don't want to do That shouldn't it. even exactly. matter because, I mean, real talk, if you if you look at social media, social media kind of used as a business nowadays. Yeah. Like, so it's not even, like, if this is, if, if I'm doing this, if I'm selling cakes, like. I'm selling I'm not, cakes. Exactly. So it's not going to be. <laughs> I'm selling this, T-shirts. This I'm selling DJ, so and I really ain't selling cakes, my cakes. relationship. Oh, but. my baby. Oh, lovely this, lovely that. No, my Yeah, I do believe that. As a woman coming in on this, I do believe there's a balance that can be a balance. done with that. Like, overposting of anything is annoying unless you're selling me merchandise, you know, and that's what I follow your page for is to be sold on something. But with relationships, I don't think it's anything wrong with taking a moment of appreciation every now and then to be like, wow, if all this other stuff is on my mind, you can be on my mind too if I'm letting the world know how I feel about the things that matter to me. So I think there could be a healthy balance there with that. It's okay to post bay every now and then. I agree, yeah, though, I'm not but saying it, can't. right now it's at the point where, like, now, like, literally your relationship won't function because, like, I'm real laid back. I don't, like, go, like, if I talk to a girl, I'm not going to just be posted. That's not, on my, that's not in my brain, but now since we're talking about this, it's going to be in the back of my head, like, I ain't posted shorty in, like, two months. She probably, <laughs> yeah. she ain't said nothing yet, but she probably She's feeling it. She's like, <laughs> what, what else you doing? Right, who you hiding me from? And that'd be yeah. the main thing. That's the whole thing is what yep. you hiding me from. If y'all solid, man, you shouldn't have to worry about none of that. That's true. That That's true, too. That's why I said a balance. You but know. women know women. That's the thing that I'm realizing is. It's like, uh, you know, yeah. they know women. So they're like, you're not posting me. Why are you not posting? They're like, you know what I'm saying? You know, I seen you out, and this chick was look giving us dirty looks while you was with me. Who is this? Like, absolutely, which is I'm also very, okay. I'm a very, too. very private person, and that's yeah. also okay as well. Yeah. But if you think about it now, since we're saying that it's the opposite of unenthused relationships, you think if you go on Miami Beach, everybody's gonna be like taking selfies of them in bay. Like there'll be no actual interaction with anybody on the beach. <laughs> because everybody's gonna be with Bay taking pictures with Bay, you know. I don't know. Like I feel like you go to spring break, you go to have fun. Like you in college, you supposed to like go wild out, get it out your system. Even if that's even like, if you with your girl, I feel like you're supposed to have well, some experience. Tell us something we don't know, Vic. No, no I'm just saying. Yeah, like, then you know but, the secret. But over real here, talk though, have fun with Bay. Don't you feel sorry for people who like get into like these real serious relationships too early, like 19 to like. No, I don't feel bad for them because it's something you need to go through. Why not learn it at a young age? A lot of people get married at a young age. People get married like 23, 22 type. Some people are ready for that, though. It's just honestly, it's about people and what they, what type of upbringings they have. And it's it's like, it's really all about a vibe. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people are laid back and have always wanted to be a family person. Some people don't know if they want to be a family person, but I don't think spring break is the place you go to figure that out. You definitely don't. Don't try to meet who you gonna have a family with at spring break. Imagine a dude. You know, imagine a dude, right? He got a girlfriend. He like he 18, 19. He got a girlfriend. Like he been with Shorty since he was sixteen, right? He go to Miami for his first time. He's twenty one years old, and he just seen 
everything. He got girls acting crazy on him. You think this boy not gonna fold? He is twenty one years. Twenty one. That actually just happened. Was this lady, this girl? She went to spring break. I seen that on Twitter. And it was this dude. He, he was, was just smacking it. Smacking it. Smackin it. <laughs> just going it crazy. Relationship. Mm. So what that tell you? Yeah. See, but that's uh. It's like, so that's why you teeter the line. Now, some stuff is just silly fun and what you're supposed to do out of town. Like, I don't know. Like, that's just like, you know, I don't know. If you go on a spring break, you're supposed to, like, be relaxed. You're supposed to have a good time. You know, you're not just married. Let me you're in a relationship. Out. But, I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. You know, <laughs> you might as well not go to spring break if you're not going to go have no fun. Exactly. Right. Like, and I think, I mean, I think the documentary should be watched. I'm going to figure out the name and... Maybe do a, a email blast to my subscriber list. Spring break. Well, but that's what the documentary is saying. Those guys literally were just taking girls within. Like one guy was so good. Within three minutes, he got her into the bed with him, and she was like, "No way!" Instantly saying, "No way! I'm not gonna do that." And then goes into the room, and they separate right after. And he was like, "I what was her name?" Like, yeah, I, I, he had no I, I idea what her name talent. was. He was very talented. Like, I mean, if you, if you got an even number of guys and an even number of girls and you separate the group, you know, somebody's going to be like, well, your friends are in there. Like, you know, so it's just all about for. your finesse. You yeah, can, you, you can, can definitely finesse. finesse. You can finesse them clothes off. <laughs> and he was, uh, and he had an accent. You know, people, uh, people take accents. Where was he from? England? If, if Australia show, show like uh, He was Australian. It was a rap, G. <laughs> you got the accent. You got a little fake little roll in your pocket. Yeah, you had to. Yeah, G. It's over with. Spring I'm pretty sure break. I could do it in three minutes if I had a little British. Even if you got a little Elvis accent, you know what I'm saying? I rode up on shorty. <laughs> yeah, Hello. I mean, why would be? Okay, so <laughs> since I'm in a room with guys, what would be, Brandon, let's start with you. What would be your line to bag the girl or, you know? For me, you know, I'm a situational kind of guy. It all depends on what's. No, in my we need to know what's gonna. Okay, so you're in Miami. Right. It's spring break. Mm-hmm. The sun is setting low. You're sitting on your little balcony, and next door at the hotel, it's a group of girls, and one of them, you just like, I, I want to smash. You're not thinking I want to love her. You think I want to smash? <laughs> well, if it's a group of girls, hopefully I got a group of guys. You know. No. What if you don't? This is just you. What What do you say to to nail it to get to seal the deal? Man, honestly, I don't. I just I gotta be in that. I gotta be in that mood. Like I just can't sit here and be like, yeah, "This is what I'm gonna say to short." I say some people happen. have a better gift of gab. Yeah, uh-huh. that's me. You know what I'm saying? Like my. If you had a gift of gab, you'd be able to come up with something right now. It's really I'm, com- I'm a conversationalist. You got to give yeah, me something to work like, with, and that's true. It's like you so can you give want- a scenario. You got to yeah. So one guy say you saying one guy and it's six girls. I wouldn't take that challenge. That's a, that's a, that's a hard thing to okay. accomplish because now you're playing the game of in those situations you got to like who like you. Mm-hmm. So with six women, one guy, you can't okay, do that. Okay, let's do three guys. Three, three guys g- sitting, hanging out, and it's a group of girls. And you still playing that dangerous game. You gotta like who like you. <laughs> and you can't leave the friends behind. You can't leave friends behind. When it comes to like picking up shit, but that's like, what it was. It was about five girls with that girl though. and two about of them three guys. Be ugly. You two of them. Yeah, two of them gonna be used to not getting shows. You feel me? And then you know. 
it's spring break, so two of them might fold. Feel like so you, 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 you might have, so you might this you how you kick it off. Have an orgy? No, y'all taking it far. This how you kick it off. A real party. We talking about spring break, bro. We talking about spring break. Okay, they okay. You see the chicks? Okay, hey, what y'all what y'all got going on? Okay, first things first. Everybody doing drugs. Hey, Joe, what y'all on? You know, y'all trying to smoke? Y'all trying to mess something? Okay, cool. Soon we get the reef in the air. We get the reef in the air. You know, they get to, oh, so what y'all into? Oh, oh, y'all from Chicago? Oh, we've never been. We love Chicago. Ding, ding, ding. That's kicking it off. Right. You got to oh, lead with the Chicago, G. That's definitely, you got to lead with Chicago. Lead with Chicago. Absolutely. And that's great because that is our super awesome topic that so, we're going to talk about you hit them with, with, Oh, what y'all got going on? Oh, okay, well. Do you know Chief Keith? You just... Um, <laughs> you, can't, you, got, you can't you can't get off topic. No, it's it. um herbo now. They say it's, do you know? It's herbo like yeah, now. they gonna ask you who you know. The main thing you know, piggybacking off what he's saying is the main thing is to get them comfortable enough to is be that, like, we want to come to Chicago. Right. And when they get that in their mind that they want to come visit you in Chicago, they're gonna want to kick it with you while you where you at. So you know, it's just about you got to be in for the you got to be ready for the long night. That's what I call it. Because everybody makes sketchy decisions at 3 or 4 in the morning. Ha, don't we? Everybody. But with that being said, we're going to jump into some music for about 10 minutes. And we're going to continue to talk about the stuff that we can't tell you guys about spring break. Right here on Nitty Snocker. Oh, Marie. Babe, don't make a sound. 2 a.m. love, gotta keep it down. Don't wait around for a signal now. Give me some verb, I ain't talking now. You wanna ride in the six? You wanna dine in the six? But when I lean for the kiss, you said I'll probably send you some bits. And I'm like, hell nah, been waiting too long. Hell nah, I want that cruel love. Hell nah, been waiting too long. Hell nah, I want that cruel love. I need you Losing all my innocence, yeah, body in my Finding all my innocence, yeah, body in my Losing all my innocence, yeah, body in my
drunk off my hump, 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 my lovely little lumps. Check it out. I drive these brothers crazy. I do it on the daily. They treat me really nicely. They buy me all these ices. Dolce and Gabbana, Fendi and Madonna. Karen, they be sharing all their money. Got me wearing fly. Girl, I ain't asking. They say they love my ass. And seven jeans to religion. I say no, but they keep giving. So I keep on taking. And no, I ain't taking. We can keep on taking. I keep on demonstrating my love. My love, my love, my love. You love my lady love.
back on yeah, Nitty's Knocker. Yeah. You're listening to Nitty's Knocker Radio on Q4 Radio. We stream every Tuesday from 6.15 to 8.15 p.m. for colored people. <laughs> and it's on Q4.org, iTunes Radio, and the iTunes TuneIn app. You can also buy it on the Google Play Store and just search QUE4, the number four, if you ever want to hear what we got to talk about. Unigang, squad. Squad, squad, squad. Yeah. Everybody's kind of Unigang. Whenever you come on this show, you end up a part of Unigang. So, you know, hopefully you guys are all good with that. Politics, guys. Yay. <laughs> You're the only one yaying about that. <laughs> well, the thing is, more of us should be yaying about politics. This is a very good time for Illinois to make a change in their offices in the Senate. Because who likes Rainer? Raise your hand. No, I was just playing. But no, I don't. I bet you terrible. do. I bet Everybody you do, Brandon. Don't jump up at one time, you know. <laughs> politicians are politicians. Regardless of who you and vote for. You're never going to tell me that somebody that's a billionaire is going to spend all his billions of dollars to get paid $100,000 a year. So it's all cricket. Well, look. It's all politics. We're getting the other side of politics only, today. Only good thing about it is there is a thing that you can vote for to legalize recreational marijuana. If you're into that, go out and vote. Let's get up! Because that's a thing that affects us all, and that's a thing that will probably make our sales taxes and other taxes go down. I think Illinois has the most ridiculous taxes on everything. That's the thing that I'm excited about for today's political race. Everything else is... Don't matter, Republican, Democrat, they are just trying to take our money. Yes, but it is important to vote in your district. So, like, if you if you know who your whoever your, your the politician is running in your area in your district, and you know what they stand for, go vote for them. You know, always. Um, like, politics on a on a local level really matters a lot more than they do on a bigger level. You know, because people can actually control where you live and what goes on in your. Your area and your neighborhood. So. And your aldermans are pretty accessible, too. It's not like you can't get to them. If you have questions, even if you want to know how their day is, they are willing to sit and talk to you uh, about whatever your concerns are. And how can you find that information? It's just, like, what's the name of the website? I mean, you, Where you can the, find like a list of aldermen. Maybe I'll just write a blog post Google. with the list of aldermen. <laughs> Google.com <laughs> for all of City your needs. I don't even know why we org. ask questions anymore. Like, oh, what? A, mm, let me check my phone. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to ask anybody anything. I'll just type it in. So I never, don't run the risk of sounding stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many times I've sounded stupid and people just let me sound stupid. I love enough with me at least. Dang. Okay, cool. It's all love, dude. <laughs> but just to finish off, you know, I just really wanted that to be like a quick political update. Is just get out there and vote. Um, or get out there and educate. Even if you feel like you're not ready to vote for anything yet, at least start reading up on uh, all of this knowledge that we get with our cell phones. Yeah. You don't even have to go to the library anymore. You can have your library card on your phone, and you can download PDFs from Chicago Public Libraries to read books on your phone, or Kindles, iPads, MacBooks. You're real informative today. Name another product. Name another one. Uh, Brandon has an Apple Watch on his wrist right now. What I have noticed is that Serenity did not receive an Apple Watch to go along with Brandon's Apple Watch, and we are supposed to be partners. Okay, well, that mm. sounds like something that I am out of. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge drop. <laughs> Dropping facts, huh? <laughs> yeah, you should have quick paid me your bread, and you know, I made it happen for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, 
So, Vic, what's the story behind Fat Tiger? Some of us know, a lot of us don't. Let's educate the world. Uh, The story behind Fat Tiger, all of us uh, come from uh, the uh, streetwear store leaders. We all work there at some point. Um, I ran leaders for 10 years. Um, Basically, it got to a point that we just wanted to do something a little bit more creative and wanted a hub for to facilitate all our brands that we wanted to create and that birthed Fat Tiger. So me, Joe, Rello, and Dez all have our own brands. We all come together to form Fat Tiger. We sell all our brands at Fat Tiger. We also educate in our workshop room um, and really just use our uh, voice in the city to show people that they can do cool stuff and be independent and that you don't necessarily need anybody to facilitate your dream. But if you want to make your dream happen, you have to work hard. And that's what we did. We worked hard. So we're almost uh, five years. I think in November it'll be five years maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. November it'll be five years. Congratulations or, yeah. on so that. So we've been working really, really hard and trying to make this happen. So, you know, just want to be motivation from people that come from Chicago and really didn't wasn't given anything. So we worked hard to take all the opportunities and going to keep it going. So what are the four brands that each of you well, have? Well, fi- the four brands is uh, DBM, which mm-hmm. is Joe. You have Vita, which is Rello. You have uh, Squad, or We All We Got, which is Dez. You have Big Homie Sensei, which is me. And then we have the Fat Tiger Workshop brand, which is all of us, you know, together. How was it for you um, branching together with so many different brands under a Fat Tiger umbrella? It wasn't difficult because we always work, always work together. So it wasn't really, it's just more so a natural thing that we would have something together that facilitated what we did. It wasn't like I met four, like three random dudes and was like, hey, let's have a business together. Right. It's like we was already doing this. Let's make this an official thing that we're doing. And then y'all have been together for so long, it's like you got to understand your personnel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I feel like if y'all didn't think y'all could be cohesive in a group, yeah. y'all wouldn't have yeah. did but with that. Everything, you know, you butt heads, but you butt heads to make each other better. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, it's like a, always a paradise, but you also understand the people you're working with and understand how to get the best out of everybody. Right. Being a black-owned brand, like you said, we you're building the brands to give back to our communities that are without. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of lost. Dang, I lost. It was such a good question. You make me want to punch myself in the eyeball. But no, <laughs> what I was. No, well, let's um, not do that. It's okay. I, I probably won't do it. But the question that I have for you, it it lies along the lines of um, being a black business in a city where politics are a big game, as well as being a black business. And, mm-hmm. you know, being that in your own, in your own sense of the word is hard enough. You know, you get a lot of stigmas. You get a lot of people who don't um, respect them. How do you guys deal with all of those? We try not to. We try to stay on our own course and really not let too much outside forces push us anyway. And that's the main thing that we're able to do by staying in our own lane and selling our stuff. We're not necessarily... So we don't need to go somewhere else to make anything happen. Mm-hmm. Like All our creativity and all our product comes from in-house. So it's an easier job for us instead of, like, we're not really playing the political game of, okay, like, yeah, we're doing this, so we can't do that. We're able to, like, live in all the worlds because we don't really rely on 
outside energy to prepare what we do. Like, so that's really it. So it's like, you know, politicians can't really stop us from doing nothing because we create everything. So, but like politicians have come and tried to be like, use us as like a thing to propel them. Mm -hmm. But it's also a, a thing too is like, we really don't want to align ourselves with anybody that like that. We want to stay neutral. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause if somebody uh, does something negatively, that affects what we got going on, and we're trying to just protect our right. entity. Like you know what I'm saying? Wakanda. Yeah, forever. I feel like, uh, <laughs> like, and I feel like you guys have always had like an influence on the culture. Like when it came to like fashion and stuff like that. Um, we come from the era where we used to hang out at leaders. You know, the skate shop, the one over there by what street is that? Hooters. It's right next door to Hooters. Over yeah, six seventy two North. Yeah, Wales. but it's always impressive to me how like y'all could have like. Events and stuff there, and like no issues, no problems. And I'm pretty sure that didn't start off like that, but it's like now you try to do anything downtown, it's kind of like it's hard, you know. Um, but yeah, how did y'all like make that happen and stuff like that? It's just yeah, I think it is like you know, my favorite thing is like always staying true to mm -hmm. who we are and staying true to what we want to do. Mm -hmm. And so many people are influenced by trend, and that's one thing that I've always fought against is not trying to be trendy trying to be on brand, trying to always be the brand that we wanted to be. That's mm -hmm. what leaders, that's what Fat Tiger, that's what myself. Try to always be affiliated with what I want to be affiliated, not trying to chase something that's hot, just be something that's consistent. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I always, like, try to think of trying to be, like, like Ralph Lauren, like something that's a constant. Like a pioneer or something. Like, it's just a consistent. Mm -hmm. It's like you never, it's never a time where you're looking at, like, oh, if this is something I wear, I'm, like, lame or not cool. It's something that's consistent. It's always, like, a basic. It's not a trendy in and out of trend. It might be sometimes it's more popular. It might be sometimes it's a little less popular. But it's never, like, on, like, off of a trend. It's, right. like, just, it's on brand. They make stuff that makes sense for their brand. Mm -hmm. And that's what we always try to do. Okay. Make stuff that makes sense for our brand. And, does and people are attracted to that. So, like, when you started, though, like, what was one of the scariest parts of starting on your own after leaving leaders? Because um, starting a new business, I feel, you know, even for me, it's a scary thing to jump into. But what might, what was your biggest, like, fear? I think the fear always comes in with the success or failure. Anytime you do something, like, you, like you know what I'm saying, like, like, I'm slightly pessimistic, so I think everything I'm going to do is going to fail. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I also feel like that's like a part of success, too, is never being overconfident, being humble enough to work through it, to make it work. You know, some people just think, oh, man, I'm about to drop an album. I'm going to blow up. I'm going to be the next Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they don't think about the work. See, I wouldn't call you a pessimist. I would call you more or less a, a realist. realist. Yeah. That's what I call my people. Like you're a pessimist. No, I just think of, I factor in all of the the variables that could go wrong in this equation. Well, well, that's a pessimist because a realist is if you've had success before, you're gonna think you're gonna have success again because that's the realistic hmm. of it. Pessimistic is I've never failed at anything ever, but, but I still think I'm gonna fail. That's pessimistic. <laughs> like, See, I never think I'm going to fail. I just think, like, okay, this could go wrong, but let me prepare myself for what could go wrong. Like, you, know? you, can't, you can't never think something's going to fail. You always got to have this going to work. Like, 
Always. Yeah, but I, I think I always have. The I mean, work but you ethic can still say that to make it work. See, that's yeah. the thing. I, th- I think yeah. that's yeah. the thing is, yeah. it's like I know it's gonna work because I'm gonna make it work. Mm-hmm. I'm never gonna sit Absolutely. back on it and be like, "Oh man, this is gonna be okay." So, do you psych yourself out with the whole pessimistic thing? Or always, man. I think everything's gonna be bad. <laughs> I think, literally, honestly, think everything's gonna be. bad And it feels so much better when it turns out good, and you just like, <sighs> yeah. Up until it gets good, I think it's gonna be bad. Like to the second it gets good, it could be going slow. To the second it's like good, I'm like, oh, uh, you know. So, so is it just y'all brand in the, in the we store? We don't sell any outside it? brands. We carry nobody else's stuff. Right now, we having a pop up of a Hebrew Brantley, his Hebrew brand. We have a net at the store right now. But it's like just a pop up for the week, mm-hmm. and like we we do stuff like that sometimes. But you don't ever just sell nobody else merch. Nah. Just yeah, you be pop ups and stuff like that. We mm-hmm. want to keep it focused on us. We want and the pop ups from what I've seen um, in posts, I've honestly never even had time to go to any of the pop ups, and it angers me. But they are always so innovative. Every single pop up that you've done, even in the transitional period from going from one location to the next, having a pop-up store before having your new newer store, that was um, innovation at its best, in my opinion. What do you think is one of the best pop-ups you guys have had in a creative aspect? I don't know. Like, it's always different. Everyone, like, kind of one-ups the, ne- the next. Like, But we just came back from L.A. for All-Star Weekend. We did a pop-up out there, and that was, like, amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? So... I love doing the pop-ups in other cities because you get to see the people that want to interact with us that haven't necessarily been to Chicago to come in-store. So they want to see our experience in another market. So I always think that that's good. You guys a lot of people that's, like, from out of state that, like, because I know, like, DBM and um, the Fat Tiger brand is very Oh, trendy. I think I call it. It's G, dot No. <laughs> guys, sorry. Hello, hello. Welcome to Diddy's Not Yo, what's up? What's up? It's G Dot. Hello, G Dot. Welcome to the show. <laughs> what's the word? Not much. <laughs> We're gonna turn the, the turn you down a little bit over here because we can hear you till tomorrow. Uh-huh. You say what? Okay, that's better. We can hear you a lot better now. It's just pretty a little loud in the studio, but um, welcome to the show. Uh, G Dot is a musician. Uh, who I had an opportunity to listen to his newest project. You want to go ahead and give us a little insight on your new project? Yeah, so it's it's called In the Name of Gabby. Um, Gabby was my baby sister. She was killed in a car crash about two years ago. So I just sat up, you know, and crafted the project um, as a dedication to her. Okay, and what was... Um what were some more of the driving forces that made you say, this is what I want to do for her? What made you say that making uh, a new project musically is the way to go? Well, she was she was definitely into music as well as, you know, she was one of the main people that I always, like, I always ran my music by. You know, as soon as I leave the studio, she was one of the first people that would hear what I did, you know, so it's like she's real near and dear to my heart and this is the what I'm what I'm best at in the world, you know. I know how to draw and do other things, but this is what I'm best at, so you know, I wanted to do that for her. Now, uh what would you say is one of your um most successful songs on the project? 
the song that everybody really, really is uh, gravitating to is Offended. That's the one that I'm getting the best best uh, feedback about, Offended. Yeah, that's the song. Um, it was between your lyrics and Beyonce's lyrics on the top off for my photo series. And uh, <laughs> it was a, a very, very hard choice. I went with Beyonce because, of course you, did. you know, mom. But, I'm you know, my next set of photo series will be based off of the lyrics. And, you know, your lyrics will be the captions on those <laughs> on those photos. <laughs> um, now, the intro to the album. Is, is it My G? That's the first song on the track? Yeah. yeah. Give me a little more insight on My G. So My G is the, the song, the one song on there that's actually directly influenced by her and about her. Um, you know, the, she was killed on January 2nd, 2016. I'm not sure the exact date we laid that record, but it was within that week. It was like all the emotion was still in me. So, you know, headache, that's my uh, engineer. He hit me up by ear, come through the studio, don't worry about nothing, just come. So I hit up some of my producers. They already knew what was going on. So everybody just linked up and, you know, we all put our energy into it. And that was the first song that we made. And then from that, I just sat with that song for a while. And then, the rest of the music is more about the reflection. You know, the, the okay, that song is real somber and sad, but that's not who she was, and that's not who I am. You know, so I didn't want to create an album full of heartbreak music. I wanted to make music that, you know, remembers her as I remember her. That's a very, very bold um, and hard thing to do. What advice would you give to musicians or creatives or um, people who are building towards something, what advice would you give them if they deal with pain on a level that you've felt pain? Channel it. Don't cry. Um, that was that was as hard as it sounds to do. That was like the main thing that I that I did. You know, I I held it in as much as I could until I got to the studio and put all the energy there. I'm big on not crying about things. I don't really, um, you know, panic. I don't cry. Like, all these things, all the things that don't solve no problems in my eyes, I don't do. I, right. I use that energy and redirect it and be productive with it. Well, you can always shed a unicorn tear because that's a tear of joy. Just to let you know, <laughs> you know, unicorns make the world go round. And, um... I'm very, very uh, grateful that I had a chance to listen to your project. Do you have any events coming up that we can let everybody know about? Yeah, actually, I'm participating in this show uh, in about a week. It's next Thursday, March 29th, and at the Promontory High Park. And that's going to uh, also feature a couple artists on the bill, Uncle Flex, uh, Talented, and my boy Juice World, and Juice World, he actually, you know, just made a big, big deal last week. So this is like a celebration of everything. So it's gonna be a real, real nice time up in there. Everybody should slide. And you already, I already let you know. You know what I'm saying? 
I got you on some tickets and all that. So you come through. That's how we do. That's how we do. We're going to have a great time. Well, um, how can everybody keep in touch with you, G-Dot? Social media, follow me uh, everywhere is underscore G-Dot Marquee. That's G-D-O-T-M-A-R-K-E-E. And all the music is available on all your favorite streaming services except the SoundCloud. Uh, I got a lot of music on SoundCloud, but this one in particular isn't there, but it's everywhere else, like Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, YouTube, you know, everywhere else that you stream music for, uh, it's there. Awesome. Well, until we talk to you again, we're going to go ahead and play a couple of songs by you here on the show. But until we speak again, peace, love, and happiness. Thank you so much. All right, man. I'll holla at you. We are going to go ahead and get into some jams. You might see me dancing on Facebook Live or Instagram Live. So if you want to see it, just go to Nitty's Knocker or whatever it's called anywhere. And we're going to play G. Marquee right here on Nitty's Knocker. Uh-huh, already. Joey She doesn't know I know But I still stay at her crib After that, I'ma stack my bread Plus she got a lot of link That bitch keep her, keep her fit I am not gonna raise your kids That little boy is not my son I'm gonna eat up all the food Hit them dishes when I'm done Ain't my fault your mom ain't shit You should blame your grandma Ain't my fault your dad in jail You should blame the damn law Know that girl from the east side, she fine. 
I know you tried to hit her, but she mine I know you tried to get her, like three times And she still throw you that peace sign Know that girl from the east side, she fine I know you tried to hit her, but she mine I know you tried to get her, like three times And she still throw you that peace sign When I met her, she was average She ain't had shit, had no cash up in my balance We was balanced, then she blossomed to a bat With habits, say she like expensive fabrics You can't match it, treat me like I'm major Cause I made her, gotta get your weight up You wanna date her, you can activate her If you elevate her, but if you don't stimulate her See you later All she wanna whip is Benzes, not no Hondas Keep it fresh as Kim and Kanye, hot as Pompeii Stay ignoring all them questions, keep it Convey All they wanna know about me and you cause we the Bombay Avoiding all that bullshit, that drama If she on that f*** your mama Even if we go and take a break, like some commas Till death do us part before dishonor Know that girl from the east side, she fine. I know you tried to hit her, but she mine. I know you tried to get her like three times, and she still throw you that peace sign. Know that girl from the east side, she fine. I know you tried to hit her, but she mine. I know you tried to get her like three times, and she still throw you that peace Yo, ho, shoot this fabricated. Give an inch a whole mile, they taking. Loyalty is so sacred. Ain't no rest to the local doctor that's it when you break it. Minds that'll never be restored. Sometimes you gotta close that door. You so fake, fake, fake. You so, you so, you so, you so, you so fake. You so fake. So fake. Here we go. In some movies that's filled with action uh-huh. I'm not reactive to the sh- that you yapping nope. She going down on the kid like I killed the captain uh-huh. I got dreams plus some goals and results It's something lavish, lavish. Hey, cause they can't have it I've been mad, can't make it magic Jesus, daddy, making classics That's my conscience, conscience. Gone and let these n****s have it Wrecking havoc, speed through traffic If it's then I'm passing Know some baddies with they masters Know some they act as I can eat you like a falcon If you was talking about rapping You would sleep Massive napping fashion I've been stacking Niggas lacking out here in these streets Go Noriega on beats I see money bags instead of sheep Up in my soul This fabric False Give an inch a whole mile They taking Loyalty is so sacred Ain't no rest to the local doctor That's it when you break it Bonds that'll never be restored Sometimes you gotta close that door You so fake You so fake You so fake You so Pussy, you need to stop acting too. No, you a pussy, you need to stop acting too. 
Grinding so hundreds so hundreds Came from the bottom straight out of the dungeon Grinding so hard so my kids won't for nothing Bitch on my dick, I know she won't suck Swamp, she super thick so her guts I be crushing Can't let these hoes, these hoes be disgusting Kick her right out just like I be butting No one on ones, you know that we jumping I made moves that I had to But trust the niggas, that's a bad move On the money like ASAP Rich on Rocky, they can't take that 30 to the face, take that It's a war, it's a jungle, it's a jungle. Got more strides than a bangle Fucking that pussy from all different angles That's why your bitch saying she hates you After I fuck her, she telling me thank you Sending her soul straight up to the angels I'm sending her soul straight up to the angels But that's my motherfucker brother Different daddies and we got different mothers That's my dog, no, we gon' rock for each other Counts with a whole lot of zeros. I'm Michael Utito. I dress like I've been selling kilos. I put my side back in the bins just so she can flex on her friends. I used to set the by my mama house. Then had all the money and grow my house. I go on all day off the double check. Smoking blow, eating purpose. Still with them niggas I came up with. I can never, ever trust a bitch. Addition and multiplication. We running this money on daily. Smashing Instagram sensations. The bullshit that got no patience. I jump out, I jump out, I jump out the back of the fan, rocking all of this ice. I want it, I want it, I want it, I get it. I don't give a fuck with the I'm drinking stuff with my champagne. She been swimming in a race. She act like I'm a chauffeur. She wanna stand in our base. Nah, tryna be part of that race. Comments if you comment six. Tryna throw it in 
my face Tryna get me out my game I say Lost in the leak, leak Yeah Lost in the leak Lost in the leak, leak Yeah Lost in the leak Lost in the leak, leak Lost in the leak Lost in the leak You tripping? I ain't really with that issue. It's gonna really be some if I get caught on the internet with you. I don't really do the pictures. We gon' do this a little different. Ain't no touching, no no kissing. When we in public, shorty just listen. I post in the lead, don't keep it up. These people just trying to keep up with us. Put two and two, trying to figure out if me and you fucking or what. Shorty, you just want the wave. Then with me, cause I'm paid. Shorty, y'all already know. Cause we're young. Swippin' in a rave She act like I'm a chauffeur She wanna stand in our base Tryna be right of that way Comments if we conversate Tryna throw it in my face Tryna get me out my game I say Post in the leak 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 Put a bit fighters on pill, pill, pills. Put a bit fighters on bread and yellows. Put a bit fighters on bread and yellows. We are back. We are back, guys. It's time for the Unicorn Gospel. And after the Unicorn Gospel, we will go into our Chicago language quiz, I guess is what they want to call it. Mm. Um, but this week's Unicorn Gospel, and for those of you who don't know what the Unicorn Gospel is, it's a moment where I take a verse from the Bible or I use tarot cards to give a word that is understood in a way that I can relay it to the masses. And I like unicorns, so I use unicorns. This week's Unicorn Gospel is Deuteronomy 15 and 10. Give generously to him and do so without a grudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord, your God, will bless you in all your work and in everything you put your hand to. Then we're talking about earlier, we were talking about giving back and doing stuff for your communities and for those who don't have a voice or who have the means to do the things that we do um, or that we're able to do easily. So if you give to people who need you know, and don't do it expecting something in return, the universe always relates that to you in the form of pounds of pixie dust. Now, what you do with your pixie dust is totally up to you, but it is a gift from the universe, and the Lord will bless you, the universe will bless you, Buddha will bless you, whoever will bless you with everything you put your hand to. And when you put your hand out, that purple pixie powder... Falls into your lap and everything is good. I need so some always, of that. yeah. Right. So always give. Be green or blue though. Give with a good heart. You never know what comes from you just being a good person to someone else. And if you're always good to somebody else, the universe will always be good to you. You know they say what happened to good guys in the end. They get pixie dust. <laughs> no, the bad guy always wins. No, not on this show. Not on this show. The Sometimes good guy gets we're picked. We're changing the narrative. Now. We are changing it. And that's something that needs to be done more often. Just because the saying is the good guys finish last does not mean that that is the way it should be. The good guys deserve pixie dust. And you get it when you give back. When you give, you shall receive at all times. It's literally no other way to do it. And even if you don't receive, still do it because there's the purity in your heart to do so. Awesome. Amen. Yes. Can we get a thing? Thanks. 
Let's go. <laughs> All right. And I have tons of pixie dust at home. Vic ready to take this quiz, though. He over there Googling answers right now. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, that was this week's uh, Unicorn Gospel. Now, this is off of a site uh, that says, how well do you actually know Chicago street slang? Now, you know they're not going to have the words that we all love to use so casually. Oh, no. Um, yeah, stuff that we... I don't know why you on BuzzFeed, but I got you. Oh, I'm not you on... You got a better one? No, I'm just... Sorry. No, it, I actually found a different site. I didn't go okay. to BuzzFeed because BuzzFeed... You going to put us out there like that? You thought we was over here using BuzzFeed? I like, was originally, oh, but BuzzFeed petty. disappointed me. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. The first question is, if you are taking LSD, what are you doing? Tripping? Or tweaking. Is that what's the If I'm you so, are taking L S D what are you doing? See, that's not are even you, how you say it. I'm are a, you running a little late? You're I'm taking the down elevator LSD right now. or you're taking Lakeshore Drive? Lakeshore Drive. Drive yeah. That's not how you would word that. You'd be what? like, I'm coming down LSD. Like, yeah, that's just a, that's, that don't even that's a right. real thing because it sounds like you asked me about the drug. Yeah, that does that. Well, LSD. so yeah, that means Lakeshore Drive. That's what LSD is, but I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Who made this? Driving on Who made this Lakeshore test up, Drive? Please. What am I doing? Next question. Taking Lakeshore Drive. <laughs> if I'm taking LSD, I'm doing a drug. Well, if I'm doing LSD, <laughs> let's be clear. Yeah. I'm, I'm tripping. <laughs> now, if you're taking LSD, you're What tripping. does the L refer to? Our train system. Beep, 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 beep. What is the loop? Downtown. What does woo wop the bam mean? It's kind of like when you're explaining something that's unexplainable. Blah, blah, blah. Woo wop the bam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, is it okay? I've always had this question. Is it's woo wop the bam. It's woo wop the bam. Yeah, it yeah, is woo wop the bam. Somebody man. said it was woo wop the bam. No, nah, it's woo wop. It's woo wop. Okay. Right, yeah. We got the old school OG. Hit with the woo wop the bam. So like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like settled. something that's. You want to explain it, but you really don't feel like explaining going into it. all the right. detail. Yeah. Okay, um, if you're about to dip, what are you going to Leaving. do? If you're going to the jewels, where are you going? The grocery <laughs> store. Because no jewels, it's no S on the end of it. Yeah, but you put an S on everything. But we did. But we do that though. But why you put we an S on everything else? I ain't never seen. But this you take the S what off is the, the jewels. front room? The front room. The front room of your house. The living, the living room. <laughs> so that's some old. School. The front yeah, that's room. That's really the old school. That's some old school shit. French what room. does it mean if you're called a Grabowski? Everybody, don't uh-huh. think don't think too hard, y'all, because I don't know you. Being insulted for being lazy, you're being called an idiot. Okay, you? that's different. That's like for the are Irish. we are we still that's on Chicago lingo? That's yeah. what our Irish and Polish Americans. If you call dibs in Chicago, what are you doing? That's mine. Like cops, mine. Yeah. Name in the park as well. Yeah. Pick your answer. What is I don't know. That sounds like some Serbian stuff. Gratchki. Oh, what is a garage key? A garage key. <laughs> You a garage key. It's spelled. Garage. Wow. It's spelled G R A C H K I. A garage key. You know how many it's words we do that key. too? Though, how many people yeah. say "pass me the remote control"? We say remote, remote, remote control. Remote control. Open the refrigerator. Open the refrigerator. Okay. Um, in the summer, you definitely go to the Taste of Chicago, but you call it. The taste. Okay. Yeah. So to one of those, we didn't really know. But it's like, wow, you must really know Chicago. And you kind of hipped us on stuff that we didn't even really know. Like, I didn't know the where we wop the bam. Yeah, we wop the bam. It's like, that's like forever. Room. I think that's been in every Chicago generation. Have you ever talked to somebody else that's not from here and you hit them with the yeah. wop the bam? They like, huh? It's what? funny when you like out of town and you, it's two people talking and y'all both using y'all 
slang, and you'd be like, oh, what, what, what's that? They'd be like. And then they'd be like, what's that? Oh, we're talking about the same thing. Okay, yeah. I think New York got us beat, though. No. no. They York, still are slang. Everybody's still not slang. I think the way they talking with they no, slang. No, New Yorkers have an accent, but yeah. we have an accent to everybody yeah, else, do. too. This one girl was like, you never say your R. You're like, well, did, did, you, did y'all ever like, get that we sound like we from down south? Yeah, Sometimes. but that's the great migration, okay. man. Everybody from all our family came from down south. And that's why we will go ahead and segue right into our weekly conversation piece. Yes. This Chicago, oh, play, play the thing, play the thing. <laughs> so you can play the whole thing. Oh, nigga, Chicago, nigga. Okay. Okay. That's what we. That's what we doing now. It's Chicago, Ninja. So, what do you guys consider Chicago, Vic? What do you consider Chicago? Um, to me, if you live in Chicago, you live in Chicago. If where you stay is anything other than says Chicago, you live in the suburbs of Chicago, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Bad now. The burbs bad. It's the burbs. It's you know. Just south suburbs is just okay. as bad as the city, but you live in the south suburbs. You don't live in Chicago. No, you can. Does be. anybody get a pass? Any no. suburban neighborhoods get a pass? No, you stay in the if suburbs of Chicago. If you give one Chicago. a pass, you got to give everybody. You live in a the pass. suburbs of Chicago. You are in Chicago land, and yeah. there's nothing like to me saying this. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know why nothing. do people get so sad or? Why do actually? Why do you think people say they're from Chicago when definitely they're not people from, from Joliet? See, this is where this Joliet is where people it's love saying they're from Chicago. If you're, any, <laughs> if you're anywhere else in the country and you're from Flossmoor, Olympia Fields, or Northbrook, you can say you're from Chicago. Like you can anywhere else in the world, you can say you're from Chicago because nobody gonna know where you're saying you're from. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the whole thing is when you're in Chicago. Don't say you're from Chicago if you're not from Chicago. What really get people caught up is like when they say that, and then you're like, so wait, 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 South yeah. Side? Where on the South Side? Over East? And they're like, yeah. oh, uh, well, I'm from Naperville. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, what I yeah. thought. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times people from outside of Chicago don't know the difference if you told them. It's more like the, the West Suburbs and like the North Suburbs, mainly the ones that be quick to be like, oh, I'm from Chicago. Like, no. Then you know, they you say live, you live like in the birds, Chicagoland area. Hanover Park. Yes. Yeah, you're from Chicagoland area, which is nothing's There's wrong, nothing with, wrong that. with that. But you I think you, you get a little bit, like, you get a little clout when you say, like, you, you go somewhere. Like, yeah, Chicago, you get the just, juice. It's juice. It juice you yeah. up. But you also have the people who live in the suburbs who are very, very proud suburbians, you know? Yeah, no, and, that's true. But then there's some people that are. <laughs> Let's give a I shout out to Marita DJ. She's a proud suburbian. If. You live in the suburbs, but say your grandparents stay in the city, and you still spent a lot of time in the city. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 that's so that's a pass. You get a pass. Yeah, if you yeah. got granny house every week, I mean, you got some in the city. Like, you got you know some people saying? who like grew up, grew up in the city, but live in the burbs. You know, what I'm you saying? know, you you get a pass like that too because you still know the city. You from well, the city. in the city? You if just you do move. a lot of stuff in the city, it's like it's cool. Like you know, that's you gonna always fine, get a pass. You know, ain't nothing wrong with being from the suburbs. That's cool. so Calumet City. Uh uh-uh. uh Ain't nobody out here talking about some years. Y'all from Calumet City? They're gonna say they're from Chicago. No, no. But the whole no, thing no, is, is that if you're a person, so say we're two Chicago people and we meet out of town, and you say you're from Chicago, and I say I'm from Chicago, and you ask me where I'm from, I say I'm from Inglewood, and I ask you where you're from, you say Calumet Park. You're not from Chicago. So you would you tell them right then and there? Not from Chicago. I'm pretty sure people don't know that Calumet Park is not part of Chicago. There's a lot of people that don't. <laughs> yeah, don't but know it's that. like you know, it's certain stuff. It's like you know, it's certain. 
where things you close enough, you know, but it's like ain't nothing that's wrong that's with that. It's just where you it's just where you're at. I think it's really a sense of like pride thing. Like it's you don't always wanna, a you sense don't of pride. want people to know like, oh, I'm from the burbs. So they just look at you like, oh, you <laughs> no, weak. But you gotta, like, you, you gotta maintain oh, you, that Chicago no. pride because if, if you're in New York, and what you are the, the Bronx, most gutter? Burbs though, like I mean, cause Chicago's pretty yeah, Riverdale, Darby, Dalton, Phoenix, yeah, Phoenix, real, Phoenix, yeah. real. Oh, man. I yeah. never heard of that bird. Me man, neither. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Phoenix. Sounds man. like it's should. a lot of Phoenix stuff that's right, right, next to right, right. It's like stuff that's literally right outside the city. That's still, yeah, it's still, it's still it is gutter, what it is. Huh? Yeah, it's just you know, it's still you're not people from be Chicago. see right. people think like because they move away from the city that is still okay, like everything is gonna be okay. But actually, a lot of stuff follow you because you got to think you're not too far. From the city, you like ten to fifteen minutes away. Okay, now let's come back into the city. Yes, South Side versus West Side. So this is my favorite conversation for a number of reasons. So what? What's, so what's the? So what's the? What do you want to know? I want to know why there is this complexity between South Side and West Side. Why is it such a big deal? That's my two question. Different places. Because people a lot of people in the South, a lot of people from the, on the front of South Side, they be they feel like the West suburb, I mean, the West Side is more like the burbs, but it's, it's no, all the no, city. I don't feel like that. It's I just all think the city. I just think it's more so just about it's just different. Like I feel like you know what they say, West Side get money. Yeah, West Side West Side definitely are hustlers, <laughs> but Chicago like South Side is gangsters. That's true. Southside don't ask for nothing. They're going to take it. That's just how it go. Right. You What's the what more key differences other than the grass talk? Okay, because I can tell you like. I lived on the west side for until I was 12. West side people are outside. And, yes, yep. all, and, the time, and all the time. They, no matter actually, what the weather crazy is, they is, outside. When you go out west, <laughs> you actually, people are a little more friendlier than well, it's from It's more like south. down south. I feel like out west is more like down south. Mm-hmm. South side is like. They don't take none. It's like the big city down southness. It's like it's still like kind of people still a little bit country, but it's like more so people be in their house. People mm-hmm. really don't. People don't be outside on the south side. Not like that. Does it be too crazy on the south? Like literally, if you go out west, like you would like it's a lot people out, out. They outside, but like you can literally walk down every single one of their blocks, like. People trying to sell you stuff. Anybody trying oh, to yeah, jump definitely on the corner. I'm not trying to scare nobody at the south side, but like, just don't be on no blocks you don't belong on. You feel me? Yeah, people ask you, you where you're from, what you're doing where over you there. Who you know do you, do you feel like it's, that it's kind of wrong that you just can't walk down the block and be safe? It's just a two, that's it's a two-part wrong. question. You feel me? Of course it's wrong. Pause. That's the first part. First part. It's wrong. It's that not two is, parts. It, I it's, mean, yes, it's wrong. Yes, like, yes, rationally it's wrong that people can't walk to and fro Without somebody checking them up. To and fro, look at you being <laughs> Yeah, you like that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> walking back and forth, that better for you? Uh, without people harassing them and asking them where they're from. The second part, like, the second answer to that question is, like, we got to remember that this is Chicago, and this is, like, a history of, like, gang violence. So, like, if you asking me who I am, you don't know who I am. I could be looking for you, looking for your cousin that's about to shoot the block up. I'm like, that's why I started, but... Yeah, people just be robbing. Well, Chicago is just very territorial. Yeah. Yes. It's just the essence of people because gang culture is still around, but it's not as an official thing now. Yeah, it's more cliques. Yeah, it's, yeah, cliques. Blocks but block. that's still very territorial. So people here are gonna ask you the whole thing about the difference in the South Side and West Side. West Side, so many people outside. They're not gonna ask you what you're doing. They used to people being outside. And if On something the, goes down, then they most of the time are prepared to just handle. Whatever their little situations are, but yeah. I've never really heard of mainly because my, my biggest difference is the South Side is just even though it's not as resourceful, 
as like downtown or the north side, it's way more resourceful than the west side. The west side is pretty empty. It's and it is not t- taken care of too well. If we're talking about actual west side, well, it's city. just what you're talking about. It's like where you go. Yeah, it's definitely. Well, I'm from K Town. Okay, in the, okay, in the city. yeah. So, so that's different. So K Town is like Inglewood. Like you go to Inglewood, it's is desolate. Ain't no resources mm-hmm. in Inglewood. Yeah, but like, that's you know how the whole. But, what parts of the west side aren't like that? That are actual West like, Side. I feel like they. I feel like the. I feel like the West Side is gentrifying faster than the South Side. Oh, really? definitely. Yeah, definitely. there's more blacks on the South Side because you got to think of the United Center over there was the ghetto. Right. The product that over. ain't the ghetto right. no more. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying. So you even going like you're going West West now for it to be bad again. Like you know what I'm saying. The South Side is you got Hyde Park is nice. Everything else is still the hood. High Park is nice, but it's still bad, though, you see. High Park's safe. I'm sorry. Yeah, High Park is pretty like, safe. Yeah, I'm Unless like, you're yeah. asking for trouble. I put the headphones trouble. in, turn them all the way up. I walk it <laughs> all my day. <laughs> yeah. If you're asking for trouble, you get it in those neighborhoods, but yeah. it's not but yeah, like, like right there. Uh, like, High Park gets dodgy it, when you get it got to like, by Drexel it got or something. Like, if you, like, in High Park, like. The university that bought up so much though, like you Man, say, yeah. you, uh, you safe on cottage now, like yeah. Like, Washington Park is about to be safe, yeah, because they bought the university crazy. bought so much stuff up there. Washington Park is about to be gentrified. Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel about gentrification? Before we go into the Chicago lingo, I just want to know because you know you're saying that the West Side is gentrifying faster than the South Side, it's, but it's a necessary evil. It's what happens in any big city. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying all we had to do is just look. To New York and see how fast New York started gentrifying and knowing that Chicago being a big city, it was going to happen here. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to live in suburbs no more. Nobody wants to commute to the city no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just not a, that's a thing of the past. Like, people thought that was a good idea. I want to get out of the inner city and have a yard and all that. People are realizing that now, oh, man, I can move to Inglewood and have a backyard and be 10 minutes from downtown. Mm-hmm. Opposed to being in a suburb where I'm... 45 minutes to an hour from downtown to commute to work every day. I feel like people... Okay, so, like, when I think about stuff, I think about it on, like, so many different levels. Like, yeah, gentrification, it kicks people out of their homes. But what were we doing with all of that, like... Well, the thing is, they don't kick us out of our homes because a lot of times people don't understand they never owned a home. Right, exactly. They kick you out of nothing you own. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that was a huge thing that... You know, gentrification happens because the people that are renting them homes are realizing that they can make more money by Mm -hmm. selling them. So that's all it is. But if you own your home and you're like, oh, man, the neighborhood is getting better, I can stay. Mm -hmm. That's why certain neighbors won't, like Chatham, Arben Gresham, Peel Hill, those areas won't change. Mm -hmm. Because those are people that bought their homes. They own those homes. They're not renting those homes. So Inglewood is full of renters. Rentals and People that lost property and vacant lots. So mm-hmm. first thing when gentrification happens is they buy up all the blank land. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing they're going to do. They're going to buy up the land where don't nobody own it. Buy this all from the city. So now I can put whatever it, else here. How did you feel about that situation when they were saying that you can buy plots of land for a dollar? I think it's an amazing proposition. It's the whole thing. Is, did you is ever that, look into it? Yeah, I did it before. In the Inglewood neighborhood? That's where I'm from. So, like, I, like uh, my family owned a piece of property for, like, 25 years. Like, I just sold it. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like, I, but the property we owned, we had a piece of property, a vacant land, and then the uh, land on one side of us was owned by the city. 
We bought it for we didn't buy it for a dollar, but we bought it for like a thousand dollars. So that was the, building, the thing too. Sold it all together. I know that it something with it was where it was really hard, even still, for African Americans to buy those plots uh, about who. Because you could only buy it if you owned the part pro- property that was north or south, like north or south or east or west of it. Mm-hmm. You had to be connected, like you had to own something that was connected to it. So a lot of people that were renting property. They lived in that property. They couldn't buy the property next door because they didn't own the property. Mm-hmm. So. so it was definitely a big, uh, a toughie because people were excited to be a part of something where the neighborhood would seem like it wouldn't be gentrified, but it was still a situation where it was still Polish people who were in place before African Americans even to pick up those plots of land because they had owned the buildings that people were renting from or whatever the case may I'm saying, have been. you know, get with your friends, get with your family, couple homies, put a little bit of money up, buy something, fix it up, see, you know. But we gotta, but we gotta, re, we gotta rethink, we gotta re, we how buy, we do everything. People are going to, you know? the city is going to be rebought in the mm. next 10 years. So get you something to make you some money or get you somewhere to live. You know what I'm saying? But it's gonna happen. Now, how do you feel about the the whole thing of are people constantly saying that they don't have the opportunities or chances to make a difference? Like the oppressed, the you know, the cycle of oppression. What's your take on that? Well, the cycle of oppression is definitely a real thing, but that also starts a lot with education. And, you know, uh, you know that's definitely something that I'm trying to be better at is trying to give people access to education. I feel like um, a lot of things our, our people don't look for the education to learn about, but that's also like a lot of our schooling. It's like certain things that we're supposed to learn, like when we're in fourth and fifth grade, that we don't learn. Actually, mm-hmm. school doesn't teach us a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's like so life. much stuff. So when you get out here in the world, <clears throat> you just really just know how to survive mm-hmm. versus learning how to like, live. There should be implemented into schooling financial literacy. Yeah, okay. we don't we don't learn about that at all. Right, like you know what I'm saying. Stocks, so, bonds. Yeah, any of that. Mutual Credit, funds. Yeah. Like your credit. Yeah, that was interesting when I, I did a show and I was telling tips on how to repair credit. And some of the guests here were like writing it down and like putting notes because they were like, wow, we didn't even know that that was, don't. you know. Just, the easiest the thing is, I was listening to this one, um, this man, he got rich like in 1960. He said, the problem with people is they dodge doing the easy things. And... When they come down to it, they rather do the hard stuff versus the easy things, like paying your bills. That's mm-hmm. easy to do. Why you not on top of that? So what you do, you fall behind. So now you make it harder on yourself. Now you got to pay another bill. You, you, you fall behind. Situation, though, to pay bills. Like, but that's 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 the easy things to do. You see what I'm saying? Easy things to do. People seem to dodge the easy stuff, and <laughs> they attack the harder stuff. <laughs> Maria, I hear you all the way. <laughs> yeah, but you it's, uh, the, the purple wearing. bugs crawling on you. What was it off of Medea when she said all the little purple in the the stand up play? Nobody remembers. She yeah. was like high and she was like, "What yeah. are these things crawling on me?" I try to stay away from Medea movies. You know. Okay, but the fun part. Shy town <coughs> lingo. <laughs> now, for sure, everybody knows that things started getting a little more intense when Beyonce said thought. Yeah. That kind of turned us up as far as the world. I mean, people were already kind of using language here and there. That kind of turned things up a little bit. But what are some of your go-to words? Like, what's some words that people would have a hard time understanding? I really don't know. 
Because you just kind of say them. <laughs> like, I really don't think about. I really don't think about. Yeah. Okay, Lyra Galore said on Fawn them like, a couple of months ago on Twitter. Yeah. And she got dragged for it, you know? But it's like, it's so many do- people from Chicago and Atlanta now. It's just like, people hear us talking. Oh, that sounded cool. Yeah, I don't know like, what that meant, but it sounded cool to end that conversation. What used to mean. Right. People like, just say it now. It's just don't. Yeah, just oh, people man. just say Right, it's just a cute thing to say when yeah. you oh, right. baby, She just says it's a cute baby, thing to say, though. so it's really not the same. Like, like kids. Okay. Oh, my kids. Don't now, even got kids. Now, merch. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Merch, that's like basically like you swearing. Like, yeah, see, yeah. I swear to like God. Like or you like, saying like, I put like, it on my mama. That's all. I'll merch merch it, merch it. You feel me? Merch oh, okay. Like, you know, I like kind of kind of like I swear. I think out west. Generates all of the Chicago slang. Stop it! <laughs> no, Stop all it. you gonna hey, go have to go sit in the corner. All the man. slang has came like if it got big because of Southside Chicago rappers. I be watching. What's that? Um, dude on, Chief uh, Keith. Yeah. No, not yeah, not Keith. that kind of slang. Like regular conversation. Yeah, slang. regular like, conversation. Like that dude. What's that dude on Facebook? He got the dreads, and he uh, sometimes he be talking, and I'm like, I ain't never heard that before. Like, what's no, dude name? Wait, wait. No, not talking about the other dude, the one that be like, he got the Buka? yeah him. Buka? He be talking like. Now another thing people don't understand about the Chicago lingo is the way we phrase things together. Like um, when they say buddy, buddies, buddy, buddy Buddy ass, yeah, that just means like that's like you saying dude ass. This is a person. Yeah, and people are like. You know, they kind of close their eyes and squint like, what, buddy? Buddy. I talked this girl a goof ass (laughs) one time. And she's like, did you just call me a goof ass? I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> say it again. She's tracks. like, goof ass. I'm like, she's like, she's like, you say it again. What'd I'm you like, say? y'all still call girls strax? No. Oh no, but that was a good one. <laughs> it was I a heard str- that so long. Bussum. A bussum. A bussum. She bussum. Oh, it's busting. We can change words so many right. times. Anything is cracking, it's busting. What are a few more though? I know because no, it's like, like don't lack. Yeah, right, lacking. No lacking. Not instantly. Instantly, yeah. You feel me? What, hey. What's instantly? What's instantly? That, that's, that's a new one for me. Instantly. You from the burbs, right? No. No. <laughs> like, he said it shots. quick. He said no. Throwing no. shots. So what instantly is like... That's like a, just inst- instantly literally means no, exactly what it is. Yo, that's what, I didn't know that was a new like. That's just literally. It's just like people we, just in say a it more. Conversation, though, you got to put emphasis on instantly, like, man. Instantly, I was out. and like a Chicago hey, thing is like we, putting that's another an S on too. the end of stuff that so don't have you, S's. You more so mean and yeah, taking yeah, an S. That's yeah. true. Okay. The S is like with jewels. Like no, you jewels. Jewel is. Is jewels. Doesn't it sound better with an S? We make everything plural. Like the club used to be called Lumen, but everybody called it Lumens. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Does Laurie the Laurie season saw it doesn't have an S on the end of it? It has Laurie's. Laurie's is Laurie's. Oh, it does have an S. Okay, yeah. look. I was like, let me just check because I just started using Laurie's. Yeah. Recently. You just started? You heard what she just said? <laughs> what, what That's a season your food. Like White hey, Castle. She hasn't been White seasoning Castle. her food. Oh, like, everybody <laughs> called it White Castles. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, guys. I use herbs you you to cook, so now people are like, use salt, use pepper, pepper, and parsley. And now I use lari. Okay. And it kind of paprika. Paprika and parsley. Any, but that's like those are like good ways to say it, right? Like all these terms that we have, and even in like saying ka here, there, like it's just your daddy house, daddy. 
People don't even realize they're saying da- I didn't know I was stuff. saying that. No, it's not because I say my daddy house. I'm going well, to my daddy's like you said house. Daddy, you said Didi. But it's daddy. Like you say it in other places. In regular conversation, you just talking comfortably. Like you yeah, don't really it just know kind of flows I just out. Like, I'm about to go to my pops crib. Yeah, I don't think I don't think as a guy you should call your your pops yeah, yeah. daddy. Well, it's up to you what you call like, your dad first of like, all. I'm gonna call my daddy. Like I'm not calling my dad. What that's my dad, but I, yeah, I don't call, call my dad my pops. pops, pops, yeah. pops you know? Well, you know, I'm just speaking on the pronunciation of it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to call your dad daddy. Or daddy. <laughs> I'm daddy. <laughs> you know what? Good night. You're dismissed. <laughs> hey, right? He said that that's so strong, and I just. <laughs> But, but he, anyway, he said like he believed it. That was, that was he made a statement. That's why. What is the ultimate feeling of people using other cities? You know, and even people in other countries say Chicago. I think it's cool. Like whatever. We we I feel like we one of the most influential cities in the United States because look what we did. We our word spread. People stole our music, drill music. Nah, like, come on. I mm-hmm. seen the commercial that pissed me off. Levi's had a, a commercial with these Asian kids, like, literally footworking, like, on Chicago. And I've seen videos of, like, people in like, Asia, like, they learn yeah, how to they, footwork. Yeah, they doing it big over there now. It's on the footwork side. It's yeah, they went they going really crazy in the commercial. But I feel like they should have, like, went to where it's from. But they went and got the Asians and did it. But, you know, they like still be hitting it, though. Asians always be doing some. It's a different. It's a different type of footwork, though. Like you know, Chicago always got their flavor with the footwork, but the Asians they got their own thing. It's, it's different. It's different uniques of. of footwork. It's just like we are influenced. Like y'all said, it's like the biggest influencer. You know, like it's so influential to be a creative in Chicago. Um, and speaking on that, like the last part of this whole Chicago talk is the Chicago fashion world. Like we are. I feel like Chicago's really taking a big step out as far as. Um, People recognizing fashion just as much as music. A lot of pop-up shops now. There's a lot of. I think it's just finally Chicago is trying to show its flair and creativity. Um, for once in a while, I think for a long time, people try to think of Chicago as like a, a second-class city when it came to fashion. But that's just basically because we landlocked. You know, we're in the middle of the country, and a lot of things like they feel like trends started on the coast. I feel like now. Chicago is starting trends, but that just lends to like just our culture expanding. Like as far as the music and everything, it's like attention on Chicago now. So of course, some other things are going to break out from Chicago. And I think that after after you know the music, the fashion is kind of the thing. And even now we're having like film mm-hmm. and all these TV shows that are like more so things that are Chicago centric. And I think that just helps it grow. Mm-hmm. So who would you say are some of your favorite uh, fashion producers here in the city right now? I don't know. It's just too many. It's just I, really I, I honestly name, too many. You think it's overly saturated? Or you think no, I, I think that what's happening in Chicago is what happens anywhere mm-hmm. when an industry starts buzzing is that everybody wants to put their hat in it. And eventually, you know, as time goes on, the people that the only strongest, only the people that love it are going to keep exactly. with right. it, oh, yeah. and the other people going to fall to the it's wayside. Really about who you know too, like when you when you designing your clothes, because you want to get them, you want to get your clothes on the right person. You don't just want to get it on anybody. Yeah, that's cool. Right yeah, that but but I also think that you know if your brand is based on who wears your brand, you don't have no brand mm-hmm. because what happens when they decide they don't want to wear it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think That's a strong brand is built through... ASAP Rocky yeah. Woods hood by air. He stopped wearing it, and yeah. what, what do you know? Yeah, it's like, it's all about people basing on the actual relationship you got with your consumer, the people that's going to buy it. The people that are just going to wear it, that's marketing. Mm-hmm. That's, that come and go. Right. You got you use that, but you kind of don't base it on that. You know what I'm saying? So, 
I, I think it's good. I think Chicago has a good scene. It's a lot of brands, like you know what I'm saying. You know, I'm only concerned with the brands that I'm a, a folk right. associated with. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I think is killing it. I think we're killing it. I think everybody else is doing an amazing job. I hope they stay in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and keep up the work, you know, because it's work and none of it's easy. Mm. I agree. So that's your advice on making to the top is just work. You work. Ain't nothing easy. You use your network. You know what I'm saying? But but don't expect anybody to give you nothing. Don't expect the look to turn into something. And you want to have genuine looks. You want people rocking with your stuff that would buy your stuff, not just wearing it because you're giving it to I them. I feel like also, like, a lot of um, new designers, they kind of copy each other. Well, that's a huge thing. Like, but that's in fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah, that's it, And it out. also recycles itself. That's, 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 like that's like the point. Artists, you make it your own. Like, fashion, that's the... My thing with fashion, like, I, I do lingerie and activewear now. I saw a piece online for a piece of lingerie, and I was like, wow, I really like that, but I'm going to tweak it to make it my own, you yeah. know? So it's not me taking it saying that I don't want you to do well or I'm going to take your designs. It's me saying that was innovative enough for me mm. to go in and innovate it myself and turn it into my own thing because it's enough that's the thing it's enough out here for everybody yeah that's the key is to get inspired not copy people you look at things that's supposed to inspire you to go to your table and create so you can base something off those ideas and create a a, a better thing that's more along with your brand that's the key thing that I always try to tell people is to stay on their brand Mm -hmm. don't necessarily just hop around what's the new trend and all that figure out what you like and the type of stuff you want to make and continue to make it I feel and um, I'm actually just going to go ahead and like get the quote of the week and how we can keep in touch with everybody. And then we're going to close out to some turn up music with Marie today because, you know, she just got back from Texas. She did her thing at South by just working her buns off. Yay. Give it up for the squad doing their thing. First time out there, too. You know, so. this is the first year I haven't went. In Same. It's been about after four years, eight years, I think. Oh, eight. Jeez. I couldn't. I don't think I could do South by for eight years. Oh yeah, well you could make money in the beginning. Now you can't. Yeah, it's it's a new <laughs> world out there. Yeah. But this week's quote is: "The world, this world is about ability and talent. A person must shine on his own." And this was written on a Chicago typewriter. That's the the name of the person. So the world is about ability and talent. A person must shine on his own. Do not limit yourself. Don't look at what others are doing to determine how you make it to the next level. You just work. And pay. like he said, he pays attention. He sees other people doing their thing, but his main focus is Fat Tiger and the growth of their brands under that umbrella. So, inspired to be one of the best, I say. Always. So, how can we keep in touch with you, Vic? Um, I'm on everything as... Vic Lloyd, V-I-C-L-L-O-Y-D. Uh, you can check out my website, which is sensei.world. And what events do you have coming up? Uh, this Friday, I am at Emporium Pop-Ups and Deadbolt, both on Friday. I'm opening at Emporium. I'm closing at Deadbolt. I'll be there playing whatever comes to my mind. I never think about it before. What? <laughs> That's dope. And how can we keep in touch with our... Our sit-in, uh, you guys have been hanging with De Niro today. Casino, Casino De Niro. Hey, shout out to y'all, man. That's love. Yeah, I mean, you got lucky. You had an open seat. <laughs> like, well, come on in. That's and- my homie Yvonne the G, man. 
And my homie Marie, they plugging me in today. That's what's up. And Vine, how can we keep up with you as well? You can follow the genius on all social media. <laughs> Wait, like at Von the G V O N T H A G Burn Big Woods. All right. Well Okay, Vaughn. <laughs> Promoting smoking. <laughs> Live your life, look. Were you? Oh, you had oh, something else to say? Oh, no, I had nothing else to say. Oh, okay. Well, you guys do know you can always keep up with us. You can keep up with our DJ at Marie underscore the DJ, right? Yeah. Yeah, see? I'm on it. Look at you. On it. She is on SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Make sure you check her out and book her for any of your DJing needs. You can always keep up with me and... Brandon and the Nitty's Knocker radio show and everything else we have coming up soon via nittysknocker.com or the Facebook page. I just started up uh, my vlog series where I just kind of give advice to people who ask for advice and it's called Glitter Talk and it's on YouTube now. So go ahead and check that out. <laughs> you know, you know. Brandon, you can find him on, on Twitter at no, underscore no, 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 damn no, 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 Hold on, can, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have now changed my Instagram to match my Twitter name. You're a liar. I swear. So you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore damn can I live. This is a magnifying <laughs> day. I broke the bell, but I'm glad he's been not consistent with his branding for Gotta a while. Gotta keep your branding consistent. It's but huge. I'm proud of you. Yes. Underscore damn can I live on IG and Twitter. Hit him up. He's funny sometimes. Sometimes? Okay. But we're going to go ahead and... Close out. Remember, you're listening to Nitty's Knocker Radio Show, broadcasting live out of the Q4 Studios every Tuesday, 6.15 to 8.15 p.m. We like to have a good time. Q4 is a very open space for us. They provide us with a lot of our creative needs. And if you're interested in any of our creative gifts that we give, I give the pixie dust, then you can just go to q4.org, que4.org, to find out more info about us and what we do. Until I talk to you lovely people next week, I'll be with Milk and Cook's EDM DJs out of Chicago. Peace, love, and happiness. Didn't know what the fuck is that Took a shot of Annie out of bed Girl, you know it's real, I ain't tryna brag I just wanna take it to the bad Why you let it in? Bust it down, bust it down, bust it down, oh yeah Bust it down, bust it down, bust it down, oh yeah Wait in the trap with the top and the cash, ayy I won't tolerate a bitch talking back, ayy Now she looking at me throwing that shit back, ayy Twenty motherfucking racks on a bad day Jumped in the what the fuck is that? Drunk and it ain't no coming back Pussy nigga don't get hit on with the 30 Setting bullets looking all across the map, See your niggas don't know how to act I fought on the real, got it back Shooter right beside me with the curry You gon' let me rag, cause I jumped into what the 